A reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, heard the Lord saying to me, To the angel of the church in Sardis, write this, The one who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars says this, I know your works, that you have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen what is left, which is going to die, for I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Remember then how you accepted and heard. Keep it and repent. If you are not watchful, I will come like a thief, and you will never know at what hour I will come upon you. However, you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their garments. They will walk with me dressed in white, because they are worthy. The victor will thus be dressed in white, and I will never erase his name from the book of life, but will acknowledge his name in the presence of my Father and of his angels. Whoever has ears ought to hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Laodicea, write this, the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the source of God's creation, says this, I know your works. I know that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either cold or hot. So, because you are lukewarm, neither cold or hot, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich and affluent and have no need of anything. And yet you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. I advise you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich and white garments to put on so that your shameful nakedness may not be exposed and buy ointment to smear on your eyes so that you may see. Those whom I love, I reprove and chastise. Be earnest, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, then I will enter his house and dine with him, and he with me. I will give the victor the right to sit with me on my throne, as I myself first won the victory and sit with my Father on his throne. Whoever has ears ought to hear what the Spirit says to the Church. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I will seat the victor beside me on my throne. I will seat the victor with beside me on my throne. He who walks blamelessly and does justice, who thinks the truth in his heart and slanders not with his tongue, I will seat the victor beside me on my throne. Who harms not his fellow man, nor takes up a reproach against his neighbor, by whom the reprobate is despised, while he honors those who fear the Lord, <clears throat> I will seat the victor beside me on my throne who lends not his money at usury and accepts no bribe against the innocent. He who does these things shall never be disturbed. I will seat the victor beside me on my throne. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah.
God loved us and sent his Son as an expiation for our sins. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now, a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But the crowd could not see him because of the, but he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that way. And when he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay in your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. And when they saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay in the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to the house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Gospel of the Lord. There is a story about three demons, three devils, who talk among each other what would be the best way to gain power over the people and pull them away from God. Now, most people don't like demons, so as you are a demon, you need to be cunning. So the first demon said, well, guys, you must let the people believe that evil does not really exist. That is very attractive because then nobody has to feel any more guilty about the evil that they may have been doing. You just numb their conscience. Second demon said, excellent, brother. But what about this? You must people teach that goodness does not exist. That there is nothing the people may want to sacrifice for, and God disappears from their minds and hearts. The third one said, no, it's much better that you remove from the people their sense of urgency so that they feel that they can always postpone their plans to make better faith life 
for themselves, their family, and their community. And they will feel perfectly happy and comfortable. Now, this last devil may have gotten a foothold in the church of Laodicea from the first reading. Look warm they were about their faith, neither cold, neither hot. They had a comfortable life, and they didn't think that they were in need of anything like God. But they forgot that God steps through your door at any time he wants for the sake of your good and for the common good. You'll be better ready to welcome him. Now, Zacchaeus, from this gospel today, he had understood all three dangers that were proposed by these devils. Jesus said to him, I want to stay with you today. And immediately Jesus ran home. He did not delay. Then he repented over his embezzlement and offered to make up for it generously, acknowledging both his faults and the goodness of the Lord. Now, it is in the nitty-gritty of our daily lives where the Lord speaks to our consciences and tells us to stop doing what is wrong for the sake of the good. God's mercy is present among us all. Now, if a tax collector can do this, a tax collector shunned from the communion of the faithful, why can't we, who come to the temple every day, invoking the Lord's presence in our broken world? Why can't we, why can't we be like Zacchaeus and turn everything around? As servants of Christ, let us now approach the Lord with patience, humbly presenting our needs and our intentions. For the flourishing of God's holy church, may the Lord bestow upon her all heavenly graces. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For public authorities, may the Holy Spirit grant them prudence and compassion in serving their constituents. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all people who are seeking purpose and meaning, and for those who may be experiencing difficulty at a transitional stage of their lives, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who worship together today, may the Lord in his mercy bless us and make us holy in his sight. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our faithful departed, May God enfold them in the peace and joy of eternal life with him in heaven. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. 
And today we complete our novena for all souls. And I like to bring 17 names of our beloved dead in our midst and we pray for them on their journey to the light. Louisette Bocage, Etiennette Bocage, William Norris, Kevin Kehu, Alex Martin, Leo de Gario Nuesca, Agustina Nuesca, Cristino Nuesca, Isabel Anchetta, Mariano Nuesca, Agustin Soriano, Miguel Angel Diaz, Maria Adolfo Galindo, Araceli Diaz Galindo, René Galindo, and Stan Bacon. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And I ask your prayer as well for our own sister, Sister Julie Martinez, who is battling her cancer. She is not having a good time at the moment, is in the hospital with complications. I was with her yesterday. She is improving, but she really needs our support at this moment. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God the Father, we bring you these prayers, trusting in your loving providence. We pray in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 